live, laugh. <laughs>this is daniel um this is an episode of live laugh larry i think it's 77 to be exact we are joined by the the galaxy's only hero is that true sean legacy galaxy's only hero man Galaxy. i i love that little intro dude you had me hyped yeah. <laughs> you got me hyped that was <laughs> sick i appreciate it yeah no problem how are you doing tonight good man how about you doing great doing great man um before we hop in where can everybody find you on socials where can people buy your merchandise what all do you want the the good people to know oh man just hit me up just dm me about my merchandise and stuff man um uh, uh instagram sean s-e-a-n underscore legacy one yeah uh twitter is the same thing but it's mainly instagram i, mean, I mainly use instagram awesome um so you've got a, a one piece flag behind you that's right. I know you the only thing I know about One Piece is that it used to be on on WB Kids in the morning. Yeah. And that there are a million episodes. Oh, dude, it's it, listen, it it probably is. It's probably going to hit a million. It really is. It's at like I think it's 1000 1090, 1091 and it's not ending anytime soon. It is not ending anytime soon. It's insane. For those who are unaware of One Piece, what is your like elevator pitch to get them to to commit to that many episodes of a, of a TV show? Dude, you just listen. If if somebody that does not like watching anime asks what's One Piece, I'll describe it to them. But like, you have to love anime for at least yeah. for me to try to have you watch One Piece, man. If you yeah. don't like anime, if you don't like anime, I'm not even gonna like. It's it's not even worth the time yeah to talk about one piece but the if somebody does like anime and i want to uh tell them to watch it is do the character development and just the story of, of the story of where it all goes dude it's it's phenomenal it's great it really is it has so many moments i love moments just like wrestling i yeah, love yeah. those moments man yeah and there's a lot of them in one piece that get you hooked yeah one thing I've learned with doing this is they're like, I think wrestling is the closest thing we get to like real life superheroes and like real mm-hmm. life, like, because wrestling allows you to tell stories that you can't tell like traditional, like mm-hmm. real life things, which I think oh. is really great. Yeah, it's it's fantastic, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. It uh, uh, the the best part is that it's live too. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? That's um, what that's what's best. And then you've got a, an All Might picture there in the back as well. Yeah, bro. That's my favorite anime character right there, man. I actually got my little vesty vest right here on the side. Yeah. It's like a little All Might, little All Might make. 
but that is my favorite anime character. I love, I love my hero. Love yeah. my hero academia. But just like uh, quite a few other animes, man, there's some yeah. scenes in it where it's like, oh, oh, stop crying. <laughs> <laughs> stop crying. But all my I love his look. I love uh I love his powers, man. All yeah. might, all might's the man. Have you always been into like anime? No, actually, I'm not. I started getting into that, you know. Uh, I actually started getting into that when COVID first hit. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, when COVID first hit, I was like, you know, I had nothing else to do. So I was like, I'll take this. I'll take this anime a shot. And I watched My Hero was the first one. And then it was Full Metal, Full Metal Alchemist. And uh, then it started to get to a bunch of others, Demon Slayer. But uh, I was getting told to watch One Piece. And like I said, I was, you know, it was during COVID, so I had the time. But, man, when I saw how many episodes there were, I was like, I'm not doing this. Intimidating. And then I, yeah, and then I started watching a lot of the animes. Like, all right, I'll give it a go. Yeah. Are you a sub, <laughs> sub or dub guy? Sub. I can't do dub. I can't do it, man. Dub is too childish. <laughs> dub is just too childish. Yeah. So it has more emotion to it too, you know. I've I've dabbled in anime. I've I've watched um I think um it, it's leaving um my brain right now. Um Samurai something oh god no that's Samurai Champloo Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. Cowboy, yes, Cowboy Bebop, yep. I've seen Death Note. Uh I am I'm afraid though if I get into anime, like I already love wrestling. Like there's yeah. a rabbit hole that I don't know I'm prepared to go down. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's if you're already a fan of wrestling, you love wrestling, man. You just have to you just have to get like you just have to start with the right anime. Yeah. You know, you have to start with that one that hooks you in because there's a lot of them out there that if I told you to watch this, it's horrible. It'll be yeah. a horrible, you know what I mean? Like wrestling, you know? I need yeah, you yeah. to watch I need I need you to watch this really one good wrestler. And yeah. I swear you get hooked. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> I don't want you to see like two two green guys, you know, go yeah. at it. And you're like, what is this? What this would you wrestling. say? What would you say is the anime equivalent of like 2001 WCW? Uh, let's see. Man, if I had to go with, it would probably be... Oh man, that's a, that's a tough one. I'm just, I'm trying to I'm thinking about like an anime story to go yeah. with WCW than I am 2001 WCW. <laughs> it's just so many. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to get back to you with that one. Yeah, that's fine. When, that's when, one. When, yeah, when we're talking in the middle of conversation, I'm going, oh, I got yeah, it. You know. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so this is a wrestling podcast. Um, so I guess we should probably talk about wrestling at some point. Um, and usually. Oh, yeah. A good place to start that is the beginning. Um, is that is it been like a lifelong obsession for you, or or how does that story start? Yes. Yeah, so um, it's yes and no. Uh, I watched it when I was a kid. Of course, my dad was a huge fan of it, and every time my dad was watching, I was always watching it with him. Um, you know, but when I was younger, I actually wanted to be a football player. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love sports. I've always loved sports, and always will. And I wanted to do football, uh, but it, this stuff happened with, you know, 
my coach and I would just didn't see eye to eye and stuff like that. So I just stopped. I just stopped with football. And um, I was like, I want to try this wrestling thing. So I went to Columbia. Uh, I did a training with a lady named Susan Green. And I took my first bump. And man, that first bump and just honestly, honestly, before the first bump, walking in that ring. Yeah. And like when you walk in the ring for the first time and you start to imagine like a crowd around you. Yeah. And then you start pretending that, that they're starting to do the chants mm-hmm. of legs and you're like, oh, wow. Holy cow. Like, I, I, like I remember saying they're already getting goosebumps. <laughs> We're in this like barn house, you know, <laughs> training. And then when I took that first bump, I hit my head because I didn't know I took the took the head and I hit my head and I was like, oh man, yeah, this is this is I don't know I don't know, but I kept going and man, yeah. that's that was it right there. Um, that was it. It's crazy. It's crazy how that happened. I always think about if like me and my coach, if like I don't know where I would have been, you know, if me and my coach were on the same page when it came to came um, to that team. What about wrestling like drew you in as a kid, like kind of um, latched on to you with? Uh, you know, it was probably you said which wrestler or what wrestler? Well, just what about wrestling? Like what what really drew you in? Oh, dude, one hundred percent the fans. Uh, the first thing that pops in my head is the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania. Like I loved watching that Raw because I knew that WWE was, of course, like determined or stuff yeah. like that you know what i mean but that monday night after all the crowd was the realest thing there was and i just it's just crazy how just how electric they were after it and like i don't know man they were wild and you see something so real happening like that that got me hooked i was like man i want to try to get that reaction you know what i mean yeah, yeah. like this 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 isn't fake this isn't fake yeah. pal. this is real this yeah. is real right here. This is awesome. Definite, but it's definitely the crowd. I, I love how they get into wrestling. There's nothing like a like a fire crowd. Yeah. Do you have like a an all-time greatest pop like in popular wrestling? Dude, honestly, it was probably last week. Probably last yeah, last week. It was a show here in Augusta. Mm-hmm. That was like 15 minutes, and it's the second show. It's called PWE. And uh, it was me, Marcus, Drew Adler, and Cody Fluffman. And it was the main event. And it was a four-way elimination. And, man, I remember I do this spot where I kick the leg, the guy's leg out, do uh-huh. the stump on the back, they feed up, and I drop kick him, and then I nip up. Dude, I nipped up, and I just stood there. And, man, that place went crazy and it, it was so crazy that it kind of took me off guard so that's one yeah. of the reasons why i'm standing there because i'm like what am i doing <laughs> I'm, yeah. like, I'm, I'm loving it i am loving it but like uh that was probably that was probably one of the loudest man that crowd was insane it was a loud crowd yeah so you go from the first time you step in the building imagining the crowd and then you have like this moment where they're kind of a full circle for you um where it happens yeah yeah uh so you you're with susan green you take your first bump um not a huge fan you decide to come back um what is what is the thing that's keeping you going when you your first training uh what's keep me going is um 
you know, there's several things. The first one that pops in my head is when you work so many like, you know, like like little jobs, like, you know, like you do like dishes and Panera Bread or, you know, maybe you work at a CVS or something like that. You always have that one guy or girl that says that, like, I was going to do this, but this happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or man, I was a, I was a five-star athlete. Then I blew my knee out and then all this. And as much as I hate saying it, it's, it's excuses. Yeah. You know, I've told so many people that I want to do this. I don't want to be that person Yeah. that in 15 years, I'm at a CVS and some guy wants to be a wrestler yeah. and I go, Oh, I want to be a wrestler. Hey, I was in Japan for three months, but you know, I decided to work at CVS, you know, like, no, that that's, that's definitely one of them, man. It's just, uh, uh, and then in high school, I was, I was picked on a little bit for love it, for liking wrestling and for choosing that over football. Uh So, you know, to, to show those guys what's up, I've actually had a few message me when I was in Japan saying, Hey man, I knew you could do it. come on bro come on dude Um, (laughs) all right yeah sure i bet but that's that that's two out of many i could go on about that yeah there's a lot that keeps me going man so you mentioned washing dishes at panera is that a real experience you've had yeah yeah yeah, that's that's that that wasn't just random yep yeah that was that was my first job i think that was my first job was i was doing dishes at panera bread and uh what i want go ahead would you eat at Panera Bread after working there? No. Okay. No, no, no. I didn't, the only thing I ate for Panera Bread was their blueberry muffins if they were available because at night they get rid, they throw all the bread away and they yeah. just start from fresh. So whatever left over, you guys can have or whatever. And if there are blueberry muffins left over, I'm taking that at least. Yeah. But I, I didn't eat any of the food. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've worked in, in food and i've also talked to people that work at a restaurant and they're like no i would never eat there why why would you ever eat there after like seeing what actually goes on behind the scenes so oh 100 just everybody i know says the same thing yeah so maybe stay away from panera bread um yeah so when you started uh as a wrestler i'm guessing your character now is is very based on on like anime and what you've recently discovered in that hero complex what was it like when you first started wrestling well who did you want to be when you first started training oh, oh man i was stuck between so many you know i couldn't figure it out and i was so focused on like who do i want to be instead of just being me yeah like, that's the most important thing but dude when i say i was going back between like Maybe I could do a Cena character or CM Punk. You know what I mean? You can't because I love CM Punk too, man. Yeah. Especially back in his big run in WWE when he won the title. You know, like I I love I love that Punk. I love that Punk a lot. And uh, uh, there are so many characters: Cena, CM Punk. I mean, just about all the guys that were on the roster. Because I wasn't, I still didn't understand wrestling. Yeah. So like I instead of me trying to work on myself i'm still trying mm-hmm. to think about oh what's the closest character i can be yeah. without ripping them off you know what i mean maybe i could do cena maybe i could do different colored gear instead yeah. of t-shirts mm-hmm. maybe i could do maybe i could do cm punk and you know maybe i could just 
tape my wrists up, but just don't do the X, you know, just small yeah, yeah, dumb yeah. stuff. Yeah, just small dumb stuff like that. But man, it was. Uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of another one. Maybe Edge. Yeah. I think at some point it was like, uh, you know, the moment when Edge is doing his spear and he does the hair thing. Yeah, yeah. Keeps, I was like that that moment. I like that, and I was like, man, maybe I grow my hair up and I do my finish. You know, yeah, I do that. Or I mean, Randy Orton. I mean, who who who's never done that on yeah. the ring? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's safe to say that what really drew you into wrestling was the the characters and the larger than life aspect of it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it's yeah, and small small things too, man. Small things. Edge is so good with his eyes. Mm-hmm. So good, man. He's 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 great. I love the spear. I love it. But man, he gets me with his face, with his facial expression. I yeah. love it. And Randy Randy Orton is the same way, man. Especially when he's about to do that DDT, and then when he does it, everybody knows what's about to happen next. Yeah. Um, were you aware of the independence at all when you first started, or was it just? Mm-mm. Nope, I was not. I was not. I didn't. I, I didn't have like. I didn't know anybody that really did indie wrestling. I really didn't. I didn't know like uh, a friend of mine who's my tag partner, Cody Fluffman from the buff and fluff connection you know he's from here as well we went to high school together he wanted to be a wrestler he trained a lot later than me uh, but i remember he messaged me at one point he told me about flatline wrestling mm-hmm. it's at patriots park that was about 15 minutes down from here and first time uh, i went to it and i was like what as first i was like flatline yeah. wrestling is it like wwe I'm like what, yeah, what, yeah. what kind of wrestling is this it was oh it's like it's like an indie promotion kind of thing. I'm like, what's an indie? What do we got talking about? So I, I I went and I uh went to go check everybody out. And of course, the first thing I do when I get there is when the wrestlers come out, I will stand up and I'll be like, oh, I'm bigger than him. I don't know. I think I think I could do this. Yeah, I, I'm bigger than him. It's like it's like what this guy does wrestling. I don't know. I think I think I could do it. The first one that caught my eye, man, who I thought was really good, and he was my Guess my first favorite indie wrestler is Anthony Henry. Oh, yeah. He was there. Yep. He was there for he was main event. Main event. I forgot who he faced, but uh he's he was the first one when I saw him out. I was like, oh wow. Okay. Just his look. I was like, yeah. okay, this guy, th- this guy looks like a wrestler. And then he kicks yeah. ass in the ring. So it's like, oh wow. So Flatline, so, is that is that Chris Wiggins promotion? Yes. Yes, yeah. it is. So uh, was was the Miami Bad that's, Boy? That's, I was about to say. I was about to say that's probably who the main event was. Miami Bad Boy, yeah. Chris Wiggins' character. That we he was actually our first episode ever, like interview. Really? Yeah. Um, and when we heard about the Miami Bad Boy, we had to like. I don't think he expected to talk as long about it as we did. Yeah. But yeah, like especially seeing him now, like like oh yeah, I was I was the Miami Bad Boy. Okay, let's yeah, let's, let's rewind a little bit. So um, wow, what's Miami bad boy? What? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and Anthony Henry, um what I've heard and the stories I've heard told, not somebody you want to take a kick from. Yeah, no, nah, dude. It's stiff. Yeah. <laughs> He'll get you. He'll yeah, get yeah. you good, man. I think I've I've been in the ring with him three times. Yeah, I think it's three times. Yep. And uh I'm three and oh against him. But <laughs> you, you kind of decide yourself up against him, and now you, you not only were you like, I could do this, but now you're three and oh, that's man, it still blows my mind. 
you know, you watch these people, PWX, when that was a thing. Yeah. Uh, when I first like got finished done training, when I got the thumbs up, which I was not done training. Yeah. I was not done whatsoever. Uh, went with uh, Mikey, the Ugly Ducklings. Yeah. And uh, I rode with them to PWX. And I got to watch. It was, uh, I don't think it was the main, but it was Jeff Hardy and uh, Sammy Callahan. Mm-hmm. They were they wrestled each other. And um, I remember watching all these guys and like Rob. Rob Killjoy was one of them I was watching. I was riding a car with. Yeah. And then now in March at a North Carolina show, I'm wrestling him, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, man, this is crazy. Full circle. Um, yeah. Have you ever met anybody that loves wrestling more than Rob Killjoy? I, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Actually, maybe. Actually, I, 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 Anthony Green. Anthony okay. Green is up there. Yeah. That man knows his stuff. Like there's, there's, he knows like, he, he knows like, uh, like, man, like, let's go to Japan, you know, like, like Masawa. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, in high school, Masawa, he was like, no, I did not. How do you, <laughs> how did you know this? You know what I mean? <laughs> like Anthony Green's up there, him, him and Rob in a room talking about wrestling be interesting. Oh yeah. Just put a camera on and just charge people. Yes. Off. Yeah. Um, Awesome. So you mentioned um, you finished training. You weren't quite ready. How long were you in training before you got to go ahead to, to travel? And take both? Dude, dude, I was probably training for like six weeks. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, six, seven weeks. And when I learned, I think when I learned the international, that's when it was like, hey, you got it. <laughs> They're good. And I'm like, huh? You sure? Sure about that? I mean, guess i guess i'm ready and then you have your first match and the guy goes hey what do you want to do and you go with the uh i'll I'll do whatever you want to do and you do not you do not want to do that with any young wrestlers out Mm. there please have a move set okay you do not want to do that man it just makes it so much harder on the other guy because he doesn't know what you're good at yeah so so do not do not say I'll do whatever you want to do. Don't, don't, don't say that. Have a move set. Okay. If it's bad, they can at least structure it to where it makes sense, but have a move set, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that definitely, uh, some useful information for people out there. Yeah. Um, Cause that's, that was me. So don't worry. I yeah. did that. <laughs> what was, what was the first match like, um, for you? Was it a, a good match? Bad match? No, it was, it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. Um, it was a lot of headlock, headlock takeover, shoulder tackles. Uh, my kick pads, the tags, uh-huh. both of them were out. So you just see tags in the back just flaring around. And I was like, oh, it was more like it was like lock up, headlock, headlock, takedown, head scissors, nip up, uh, another headlock, headlock, takedown, head scissors, nip up, headlock, shoot off tackle go for pin one two arm drag drop kick just that was it <laughs> that yeah. was probably it but like it wasn't what makes it worse is it wasn't smooth it looked it looked horrible yeah and and in my opinion i think that's huge in pro wrestling is to make your move smooth because like i i that when i say all that stuff it's like well you know i mean that could probably work out it can but like if you're making it look all sloppy man yeah. that's 
That, that that's what it's bad. I like to say the word theatrical. You got to be theatrical with your moves because man, like being theatrical with your moves just makes you and the other guy better, especially if you're like taking a punch or something like that. Yeah, because and uh, that's what I that's what I try to focus on the the most is being theatrical with my things. Yeah. I point out when I watch back my matches, and if I do something to where, um, um, if I'm throwing a punch, mm-hmm. something like that, and like if you know when I'm throwing a punch and it's kind of looking like this, I'm like, oh man, bring it back, and, yeah, you yeah. know, put some umph in it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, but. Or even taking punches, you know, when I get punched and I don't move, and it's like, yeah. bro, dude, go with it. <laughs> yeah, you know, but um, being theatrical is really important. Um, speaking of theatrics, what did what was the song that you came out for your first match? It was "Last Resort" by Papa, Papa Roach. Roach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> "Last Resort" by Papa Roach, man. I'm telling you, dude, I was not ready whatsoever. <laughs> I was not ready. I got retrained by Ethan Case uh-huh. up at Palmetto. And Ethan Case is really good with preaching the small things that in wrestling, the theatrical. He's really good about psychology yeah. about that stuff. So uh, I'm glad. I'm glad I got to train that because I did learn a lot from him. At what point do you realize that you need to kind of take a step back and kind of basically start over with your training? Uh, well, probably when, when, and you know, when I went to Ethan at first, what the first training, like yeah. I joined Ethan with a training session and, um, it was probably that one was like, Oh my God, I've got a lot more to learn, you know? Yeah. Like, Oh, goodness. At, yeah. at what point, um, would you say you first like kind of felt comfortable? Like you belonged in the ring. Uh, I remember we were doing this thing at ethan's and it was just lock up and it was just lock up and fighting a lock up and we just kept switching the lock up switching the lock up and it got to a point to where ethan would eat usually in class ethan would go all right switch do this do this do this do that do that got to the point to where when i was doing it i was telling the guy i was doing the lock up with all right let's do this that 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 and I remember when that was done, Ethan looked at me and he said, you're starting to get this. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, really? Okay. All right. And then that, that's a moment I won't forget either is Ethan look at me and saying that. So, yeah. Um, at this point, are you, are you wrestling matches or are you just focusing solely on training? Oh, I'm, 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 I'm wrestling. I'm doing both. <laughs> I'm, I'm wrestling matches and I do training. Uh, I got a training. I, do, I have a ring. Uh, my friend's ring, James Hunter, uh, who's the owner of PWE. Uh-huh. He lives like 10 minutes and the, the ring's in his backyard. So uh, whenever I want to train, we'll set the ring up, which yeah. is basically just put the boards up and all that and the pads. And uh, Henry will come down and he'll train with us and show us stuff. So, nice. what so was yeah, the... I'm... I'm sorry. go ahead. No, no go ahead. Uh, what is the first match that you remember where you were like, you felt like you had the like the crowd in the palm of your hands, and you're like, "Okay, I'm starting to get get the hang of this." Mm. What is the first match? Hmm. Man, you have that's so many. Um, Sorry to throw like a. No, no, don't, don't apologize. You know. 
the match I had against Eli Drake at the time was now LA Knight. Yeah. Uh, I had a match with him at Viral Pro Wrestling. And he was he was late, but I mean it's not his fault, planes and stuff like that, you know. So traveling. Um, so I was told he was gonna be late, and they actually had to move our match back. Uh so I'm I'm like calling all this in my head. I'm like, all right, we're gonna do this, 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 and this, and this, and this. And then when he gets here, when he got there, uh, he goes, So what do you have? And I was like, all right, so I got this, 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 this. And he switched very few little things. Yeah. But he liked it. Mm-hmm. And then we and then we went out there and uh the crowd got in it, they cheered me, they booed him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also helps when you're working with a great worker, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's really great. So, but after the match, he came up to me and he said, uh, just want to say really great job calling all that. It was fantastic. And I had a great time and I was like, wow, I appreciate it. Thank you. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. You know, now look at him now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's it like, like seeing that moment where like, this is a guy that like not only you had a match with but like thought positively of you is now like a mega star like i said like it, next what is the the yeah like it's kind of penetrated culture it feels it feels surreal man it really does it really does. it's it's like when i went to japan it still doesn't feel real yeah. <laughs> you know it's it's wild it's crazy man i still think about stuff like that you know yeah i'm like man that really happened you know Ever like sometimes, to be honest, sometimes I'll forget. I'll be like, I had a match with Eli Drake. I was like, what? I forgot. What? That's a little surprise. Yeah. So what is your what is your character like at this point? Where like I guess what point in your career would you say that you were with that match? Where I was with the Eli Drake match? Yeah, or just like between there and like kind of finishing up with um Ethan Case in your training or kind of um I was definitely uh i was definitely less vocal um i was just i was just wrestler you know what i mean just boring wrestler uh uh but now i have i have learned to have more fun Mm -hmm. with this stuff and instead of calling wrestling moves you know what i mean have fun with it when you call this stuff yeah hit them when you hit a move hit a pose do something you know talk to the crowd you know, you don't you don't have to be quiet when wrestling. You know, the, uh, the you don't have to like. Whenever you got a hold, that's not the only time you can make sound. You know, yeah, yeah. you you could you could talk to them if you want, and you know the 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 biggest thing I learned is to have fun with it. Yeah. Really, really have fun with wrestling, and that's and that's what I've been doing, and it's it's been working out, man. It has it has been working out. Do you have like a couple or like at least one moment that sticks out in your mind of like a crowd interaction moment? Like, cause I've been to a, a fair amount of wrestling shows and there's always these like kind of organic things that like come out of like, there's no way it could have been planned, but it turns out into like this really cool moment. Have you ever had anything like that? Last week, again, the one that pops in my head, PWE, um, we wrestled outside in the crowd. The guy had pizza, box of pizza at the table. Huh? Drew hits me. I sell to the table. I see the box of pizza. I open the pizza 
and I take a slice and I bite into it and I chop Drew and I bite into it, chop mm-hmm. Drew and I bite into it. And then I go to Cody, I go, Cody, I have pizza. And he goes, let me see that pizza. And he grabbed it and slapped the other guy with the pizza <laughs> and it went everywhere. And like, as, as I'm like giving him the pizza, you just see the crowd like kind of go, shove that pizza up his ass. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> But like, but like, that's not planned, you know. Oh. Stuff like that is a plan. I didn't plan. I just saw a box of pizza, and I was, I'm going to take this. And like, you know, they're like, "Oh yeah, take a pizza, take a pizza, yeah, take it." You know, <laughs> I, I sell over there. I go, "Oh, let's see what I can do with this pizza." I'll probably just eat it. I was like, "Hopefully, there's pizza in there. Hopefully, it's not just like beer cans or something." Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but that 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 that's definitely one. I think that goes like that's the only wrestling is the only thing that can happen. Then. Mm-hmm. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Because they they think it's part of the show, which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's the guy's pizza, and he's like, "Oh, that was supposed part of the show." <laughs> wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, probably, like, and that's how you make lifelong fans too. Yeah, that guy's never gonna like not. Oh, oh, dude, he he had me. He actually had me sign the box, the <laughs> pizza box. He had yeah. me sign it. He said, "Dude, can you sign this?" He's like, where's your friend? The guy that the guy with the pizza. I need him to sign it too. So, so yeah, I'm trying, man. There's I know there's others, man. I know there's others. It's just it's like so much. Yeah. It's one of those things where we get off and I'm gonna go to bed and go, oh, that time, that time, yeah. that time. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing you've ever signed? Maybe first thing that pops in my head is a croc, like the shoes. Yeah, yeah. Shoes. Somebody took their shoe off the croc and said, "Hey, can you sign this?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll sign that." Uh, I signed a frying pan. Uh, croc frying pan. What else? A piece of wood, you know, from a table. I guess. I guess that's not weird. I think the croc might be the weirdest one. Yeah. Because it was. It was one of those where. the, the the kid was like, "Hey, how much are eight by tens?" And you tell him the price, and they go, "Oh, oh, uh, can you sign? Oh, can you sign this? Can you sign?" And I'm like, "The croc?" And he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "Where? Where do you want me to sign it?" He goes, "Oh, just like sign it right here where the circles are." And I was like, "All right." So I just squiggle. <laughs> here you go. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, uh, definitely probably made that kid's night. So, yeah. 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 Hopefully you didn't have to touch the croc. I tried my best not to. I said, put it on the table outside. <laughs> um, so uh, you've had some pretty cool opportunities. You've wrestled some cool people like um, Eli Drake, Speedball, Mike Bailey recently, mm-hmm. and um, Title Belt Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then you've also had your um, your excursion with Noah to Japan. Um Let's talk about Japan. Like, how did that come to place and, and how did that process go for you? So, uh, Ethan actually messaged me this flyer because my dream was always one of my dreams was yeah. to wrestle in Japan. Well, Ethan sends me a picture of this flyer that says Noah tryout in San Jose, California. So I go, oh, well, that's really cool. I'm going to do it. So uh, it was like $250 for the tryout. Yeah. And then I had to pay for the plane, pay for the hotel. I 
no, I think I think me and Chip, me and Chip split the rental, the rental car because we got there like two days. We got there like no, we got there a day early because we actually wanted to look around San Jose. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, but I pay for that. Me and Chip went on the same plane. Uh, but we get to the tryout and get to the tryout. Um, Gabe comes up to us and goes, all right, choose a partner, choose whoever. Uh, you guys are going to have a five-minute match in front of Makajima, Mayor Fuji. And Gabe Sapolsky is going to be here as well. Yeah. And once, and they're timing you. Once it's past five minutes, we're stopping you. Mm-hmm. So that, so and we were like, all right, cool. <clears throat> so he left. I looked at Chip. Chip looked at me. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's do this. And um, Chip Day is probably a huge reason why I got picked. Because not only did he want me to go over, mm-hmm. but he made me look great. Yeah. And he didn't need to do that. I made him look great, but he had me use more of my stuff, put more of my stuff, my high flying stuff. Yeah. In there. He did not need to do that, but he did that. Uh, so we're calling this match. And when we're calling this match, dude, there was there's so many people here. And you know, they were probably Mayor Fuji, Nakajima, Gabe Polsky probably had to watch like 24, 25 matches, wow. five minute matches. Yeah. So, um, but Chip and I have ours and we go on second. We go on second. We have our match. When we have our match, we both walk out. This guy opens the door and he goes, Hey, Legacy, how old are you? And I go, Oh, 27. The guy turns back around and he goes, hey, he's 27. And he shuts the door. When he shut the door, man, I remember people came up to me and goes, hey, man, congrats. You just got picked. And I was like, no, mm-hmm. don't do this. Yeah. Don't do this. There's so many other matches. Don't do this, man. I was shaking. I was like, don't do this. Don't do this. But all these other matches, you know what's crazy about this is while these matches are going on, Dude, people were showing up late going, hey, is this the seminar to Noah? Is this the yeah. little trial seminar? We we're like, yeah, bro. Goodness. <laughs> just spent this much money to be an hour late? Like, oh, oh my yeah. God. So uh, more people were showing up. So um, everyone's having their matches. Everyone's having their matches. You know, Vinny comes up to me and he goes, hey, man, you're sweating, man. You got picked. I'm like, no, thanks. let's just shut up. <laughs> it's just everybody just everybody just stop talking all right so we're outside in the cold just waiting mm-hmm. and uh gabe calls everybody in he gives a speech about you know just because you didn't get picked doesn't mean that you don't need to stop you know keep trying and then he goes for the first one or dude i was looking down the whole time man i was like oh 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 and he was like all right so uh go ahead let's go ahead and call it the first winner and dude when he said the first winner when i say first winner sean legacy like that space yeah it felt like it took him like eight ten minutes to say my name like oh yeah, just yeah. time time slow down and he said sean legacy oh dude i bawled 
I cried. I just couldn't believe it, man. Mm. I still, I still can't believe it. And yeah. here I am wearing the All Together Again T-shirt that I was in. You know, yeah. it's it's crazy, man. It was such a good. The first person I hugged was Chip, and I told him, and I told him thank you, and I told I told him thank you very much. Um, a little side story uh, of what else I said to Chip, and this was before the tryout. Before the tryout, me and Chip walked on this beach at night. Mm-hmm. All right. We were walking on this beach, walking on this beach, and on the beach, there was a dead crow, all right? Yeah. It was just the head, but it, all the, all that was the head and all the bones. I mm-hmm. told Chip, dude, look at this dead crow. I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. So we start walking back, and Chip was looking up. He was looking up what like seeing a dead crow means. He goes, so looking up this dead crow, he's like, you know, like, it means that like what you want in life is coming up the next day. And we're like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, cool. Dude, when I got called, I hugged Chip and I said, dead motherfucking crow. <laughs> Dude, I hugged him, bro. I was like, oh my God, this is absolutely insane. And then I'm crying. The game's like, all right, Sean, come do a promo. And I'm like, oh, shit. all right, man, hold on. Golly. I cut my promo right there and Nakajima, Marifuji, said, congrats. And I'll never forget Mayor Fuji walking away, stopping, turning around, and said, I'll see you in Japan. I'll never forget that. That was yeah. that was probably that was my greatest moment in wrestling right there, was getting picked yeah. for that. That's it awesome. was yeah, man. It was phenomenal. Can I make a suggestion that you have a dead motherfucking crow shirt? Yeah. Oh. What a dude. Me yeah. and Chip, me and Chip talked about it, man. Yeah. Me and Chip talked about it. But yeah, dude, I saw that crow at the beach and like I, I listen I, if you don't believe in it that's fine it's just it's yeah. just one of those things where it's like it's crazy how that's i see that. that chip says he's reading online and it goes oh means what you want in life is going to happen like soon or the next yeah. day and then that happens tomorrow man. Yeah. oh how many other was- how many other people were picked out of out of that um there was another guy that got picked but uh they they didn't use them they never they never used them man it was two people yeah uh they were uh it was a luchador but uh, i guess Noah already has too many luchadors mm-hmm. so they didn't use them man how does so, it how does it feel out of so you had 25 matches that's 50 people and i got picked yeah and you know you know one of the guys that was in there man he just got signed to aew brian keith <laughs> that's crazy Ron Keith was in there, man. Yeah. And I think the reason why I give so much credit to Chip is I don't know who Brian Keith was working. Yeah. Brian Keith could have worked a really green guy that made Brian Keith stuff look bad. And Chip Day is literally one of the best wrestlers, man. And he made my stuff look good. He made everything look good. So, so I, <laughs> I like I said, man. I I just Brian Keith got signed to AEW. He has a great yeah. character. Why wasn't it him? There were so many others too. Um, so I, who knows, man? But I I got picked. I was I'm yeah. very grateful. It's a moment I will never forget, and I'm can't wait to go back. You know. Yeah. Uh, how long was it between getting picked? before you actually go over to Japan? 
I, so it was in November, December, January, February. So mid-February is when it was like, okay, you're going to come this month. And you're going to, we need you to get this. So that was the longest three months of my life (laughs) of finally getting a date. And then I left to go there in April. What was the, um, like Japanese wrestling is very different as far as like, you've got like tours and it's, it's not like what we go to expect. What was the adjustment like and how do they prepare you for kind of their method? Dude, it was fantastic. It was easy. What you do, man, what it was is you basically just wrestle on the weekends. You get on a bus. They take you to these places. You wrestle on the weekends. And, bro, you got the weekday to explore and do whatever you want. Nice. The only time is if somebody comes up to you and they go, uh, Sean, uh, training at the dojo at 10 a.m. Join if you want. No, you go. There's no like, there's no like, oh, I'll I'll see my schedule. No, they will never, they will never tell you, you must be here. They'll say, if you come, if you want. Yeah. But that's a, that's a go. That's, that's a yes. Uh, But you could go to the dojo was open like 24 seven. You get a key. You can go there whenever you want, but like group training. Yeah. And um, that's, it it was fun, man. I, I love working out and, putting my body through pain when it comes to working out. So I enjoyed what we had to do. I I really did. I was like, this is fun. This is cool. This is, this is like something you see off a movie, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? We, um, we had Caleb Conley on and he went over, I think it was zero one. Yeah. He said like going over there, like the workouts that they put you through are are like nothing else. Uh, Is that the same for Noah? Yeah, man, they, they can get pretty brutal. Um, the group training, especially when it gets to like uh, doing the push-ups and uh, the squats, I mean, you're probably you pair off with three, and you're doing 400, 500 push-ups incline. You grab a chair and you're going doing the incline, and you're getting 30. Your other partner gets 30. Your other partner gets 30. You get 30, dude. It's nonstop, man. It's nonstop. After that, you're doing your abs, and after that, you're doing your air squats. Um, I mean, d- don't get me wrong; it, it sucked, but yeah. like I'm, I'm a little crazy, so I yeah. enjoyed it. So I was, I was the loud mouth there. I was, everybody's counting. I'm like, let's go, <laughs> let's do this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Uh, how is the actual wrestling training different? Uh man, it's. I guess it's it's different because it's not American, and I'm not saying because it's in Japan. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, they have a they have a lot of people from the UK that actually come help with the wrestling stuff. So you got Timothy Thatcher, yeah, you know Chris Ridgeway, um, uh, I mean Anthony Green also helps with the wrestling. I know he's American, but uh. But still, there's it's it's more of UK people that come down there and help with the wrestling. Um, there's actually uh, actually uh, Hideki Hideki Suzuki. He uh, he has a little training area with a mat, and I would come train with him. And he is probably the best technical wrestler I've ever seen. 
yeah. it, it, it's just crazy how like how smooth mm-hmm. he he just does all this stuff man it's it's crazy it's insane but i enjoy training with him as well i tried to dude whatever opportunity i got man i think hideki was doing this training every tuesday maybe yeah. sometimes wednesday i was there man i was there i did a little jujitsu training with sakuraba uh got destroyed uh, by sakuraba uh, yeah. uh he's a he's a legend when it comes to jujitsu man and uh the ju- now the jujitsu training that was pro- that was probably the hardest training i did now now since yeah because i mean your five minutes of pure wrestling mm-hmm. alarm goes off you switch to another partner and it's five more minutes and i can't tell you how many times maybe the second third round it was wrestling and then just laying there you know what i mean like laying yeah. there in a hole and yeah. it's like okay let's just let's just breathe dude dude i was drenched it, it was it was so bad that i could legit wring my shirt like like a rag Crazy. like that was they they had this little uh those little like mops and dude it was they put it by me they put it next to me because i was just i would sit yeah. down and when it was my turn i would have to get up and i would wash it off <laughs> and then i'd go do it yeah Crazy. it was yeah, that that was probably the hardest. I was, I was sore. I was extremely sore. Yeah. Um, what was the the weirdest adjustment you had to make to to living over there? Or was was yeah. there one? Maybe the sleep. Maybe sleeping because I was sleeping in a dorm, and you know you don't really have your that much space. You're you're probably you're in a dorm, and you're probably with five eight guys or maybe it's just you and another guy you know it just depends yeah. uh so it's probably sleep because a lot of those guys stay up and i and i don't stay up i was I, I go to bed early and uh i get up early but when i was there nah, i switched because everybody was staying up to like 11 12 maybe one or two yeah. and sleeping into like 11 a.m so that that was probably that was the only hardest thing. Everything else, man, I was just it was fine. I was worried about my meals, about eating my meals, but man, that the the place they had is already freshly made chicken breasts. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many looks I have gotten when they have a whole rack of chicken breasts, and I go, all right, let's uh, okay, all. Mm-hmm. And you just put and I just put all of them. Yeah. And I come up to them, and they just go, eh? you. Okay, yes, yes, yes. I, I, right. I eat a lot. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, oki, oki, which means like big in Japanese. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I got, I got a little something going, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's just sleep. Sleep is probably the hardest. And what was it like working in front of uh, the Japanese crowds? I imagine they're probably pretty packed. Oh, they're packed. It's phenomenal, man. Because it's phenomenal because like 99.9%, they're all watching. Yeah. You know, none of them's on their phone. They love that stuff, dude. When they buy a ticket, all of them that buys a ticket, it's they buy it because they love watching this. It's not, I'm going to buy six tickets for my friends you know what i mean you know like trust me dude trust me this this wrestling show's good trust me and they're not even in the wrestling 
they just dude, they they buy that tape because they love that stuff. So they're all watching. And man, when you do a little spot, and then we do a little spot, and you get that little moment, and they all do the clapping and stuff. Yeah. It's awesome. Cork and Hall. That's that was the best place I wrestled in. Cork and Hall. That place is always sold out, and it is that is a fire crowd. That is a fire crowd. A legendary building as far as Japanese wrestling goes. What was it like the first time you like stepped through the doors? And um, like, it was it was it was amazing. Uh, the first time I wrestled in Corkin, it was a tag team. It was me and Dante versus Hayata and Marafuji. Mm-hmm. And Dante and Hayata did a thing. Hayata tagged in Marafuji. Marafuji came in. They started cheering. I put my hand out. The crowd knew because I kind of called Mayor Fuji out on Twitter. Yeah. Not in a heelish way, but I was like, I can't wait. This, this is what I've been waiting for. Mm. And uh, Dante tagged me in. Dude, that whole crowd started chanting Legacy. Yeah. And that, that's the moment where I went back to Columbia when I first got to the ring of the crowd. That mm. moment right there, man. I got my hands on my hips. And I'm just like, I shake my head because I'm like, this can't be real right now. Yeah. This is my first time wrestling in Cork and Hall. And like, they're like this. Yeah. And then it went to Mayor Fuji for a little bit. Mayor Fuji puts his hand up and he goes, and then it starts going back to legacy. And then Mayor Fuji goes, huh? And so it's going to like, and like, dude, I didn't want to wrestle. I just, yeah. I just wanted to sit back and relax. I'm like, this is crazy. But then yeah. Mayor Fuji did our own little thing, man. And that was that was cool. That was really cool. So I saw that you did like a video kind of introducing yourself. Safe to say, like when you showed up, like people knew who you were. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that's gotta be pretty cool. Um, and then to hear like how how many people can Corrigan Hall fit, you know? Yeah, that's just that place is that place is so sick. It's so yeah. tiny. Corkin mm-hmm. Hall is a really tiny place, man. But it's it's the best. Yeah, it really is. What were your favorite yeah. matches that you got to to wrestle while you were there? My favorite, uh, maybe when I did my one on one against Stallion. Noah does a lot. Noah's really big on a bunch of tag matches. There's there's rarely one on one unless if it's on like a giant show. Yeah. Um, but I did a one-on-one in Shinjuku with uh, Stallion, um, and that was that was that was sold out. So they were live as well. Mm-hmm. So and, and uh, I don't know if it's for all Japan shows, but Noah, if they sell out, they're gonna be live. Mm-hmm. It's gonna especially if it's the smaller ones, and they were they were sold out, so they were live, and that was cool. That was a fun match. That was that was probably my favorite one I've had there. Uh, that one maybe my debut one. It was an eight man tag. Um, it was an eight man tag, and when I go in, uh, I thought I was gonna get pinned and lose because of my debut. But mm-hmm. I got to give the pin and show. I got to sh- do all my stuff, so yeah. I got the I got to give the pin, and it was that was like a cool moment. Of course, when after when I pinned in Amora, and I just was on my knees for a second, going. Mm-hmm. Oh, what is going on? <laughs> um, so Japan is kind of like this badge of honor for wrestlers. Like, like, oh, mm-hmm. legacy. He's been to Japan. 
how has your career been since you've been back? Like, what has changed? Oh, man, my bookings, <laughs> my bookings, they definitely gone up a lot. Uh, that and my name. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a lot more people know Sean Legacy. Is you know people up north now. Um, I love the promotions I work down south. I really do. And I'm not trying to hate on all any promotions down south, but I'm just so sick and tired of working them. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's not because of I don't like them or anything. It's just because I'm tired. And this is nothing. I love everybody in the back, but I'm tired of seeing the same faces as well. Yeah. I'm I'm tired of doing that. I that's why. I've been preaching and sharing to go up north a lot, and I actually have quite a few bookings. I'll actually be debuting in Canada soon, That's awesome. so I'm excited for that. Uh, I got a lot more bookings up north. Uh, going back to the UK, yeah, uh, April 4th through the 15th, uh, and I'm bringing Cody with me, which is going to be phenomenal. Oh yeah. Um, so I'm trying to go up north as much as I can. I really am. And I'm I'm messaging everybody. I'm at the point now where it's like, just give me the opportunity. Mm. I'm, I'm I'm not asking for a big pay. You know what I mean? Just yeah. just let me just let me show what I got. I, I promise. Uh, but but yeah, but when I send this stuff to them, I send it to uh, when I send it to them, I send them my resume, which has Noah on it. Yeah. So when I get responses back, it's usually about Japan. They go, oh, you did the thing with Noah. And it's like, yes, yeah, yes, I did. I did. How much Noah stuff do you want me to, the, the send you? Which it sucks because I really can't send that much Noah stuff to them because they're on the app, Russell Universe. Mm-hmm. And so, and like the promoters, uh, I, I doubt any of those promoters no. have a Russell Universe. And it's like, oh, well, go type in this and you can watch, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, um, that's going to be a hard sell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you are now a world traveled wrestler. You have plans to go up north. Who are some names in 2024 that you want to, to cross off your list in the ring? That I haven't wrestled before? Yeah. Like, would or, it be the first stop? Um, you want to get back in the ring with? I mean, man, the first two is Hammerstone, and I would love to face Anthony Green again. Hammerstone and Green again would be great. Um, I think who are some. Who's another one? Mm-mm-mm. Trying to think of like indie wrestler yeah. wise, not like AEW or Dream Big. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Dream Big. I mean, hey, Will Ospreay would be great. <laughs> you <yeah>. know, <laughs> Will Ospreay's matches are always great, man. He's really good. Uh, yeah, man. That's, I guess uh, Kenny Omega will be another one if yeah. he's still going. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah. So uh, a question as far as like end game for you, like let's say 20 years, what do you want people to look back and say about Sean Legacy and his career? Um, a man that never gave up, a man that hustled, that was worldwide mm-hmm. someone that who born from the south 
and was sick and tired of taking self bookings and he sacrificed a, sacrificed a lot to try to get more bookings up north to travel around the world go to the uk debut in canada i'm working on germany <laughs> you know yeah. it's it's i just i just want to be a hard worker you know what i mean and of course that's 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 what i'm going to try to do and that's what i i would love for that in 20 years honestly 20 years i'd love to be signed <laughs> of course you know yeah you know but uh hopefully i would love by the end of this year to be signed <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd love that too yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so we kind of like to wrap things up with um one serious question then we have two kind of goofier questions um, who are some talent that you think that more people need to know about? Um, uh, first one, Chip Day. Second one, uh, Cody Fluffman. Uh, Chip Day, like I said, is a phenomenal worker. And Chip Day has been doing a lot of the same shows yeah. uh, uh, recently. And I hate that he's been doing the same shows because he is so great. He really is. He's extremely great. And Chip Day is not getting any younger. Uh, you know, Cody Fluffman. We went to we went to I'll say I don't know if we went to elementary. We went to middle school. We went to high school together. We grew up together. In high school, we were like, hey, if we do wrestling, let's call ourselves the Buff and Fluff Connection. Boom! Now we're doing matches as the Buff and Fluff Connection. Now we're actually living that. Cody Fluffman is great, charismatic, super great, charismatic, extremely entertaining man. But he is also a great worker, a great worker. And people need to know more about that. Because I think a lot of people just see a big man and they see a promo picture and they go, oh, great comedy guy. Let's use him. That's cool. But I'm telling you, he could work. He could work really well. He knows he knows when it's like go time. Mm-hmm. You know, so those are the first two that pop in my head right now. Awesome. Uh, for the less serious questions, you mentioned your meal in um, uh, Japan as far as a lot of chicken. What is your go to cheap meal? Oh, dude, go to cheat meal? Uh, man, probably probably five guys. <laughs> probably five guys, man. That's that's a five guys or uh or Mexican food. Well, let's let's go with Mexican food, man. Um, there's a place called La Mexicana's here. And uh, have you ever had a case of Bria? No, I haven't. Oh, dude, those those will change your world, man. Case of Bria's are mm. mm mucho bueno very good very out. good i'll check that out add it to the list uh, <laughs> this has been great i've had a lot of fun thanks so much for taking the time to talk with us um we need to have you back on because we we didn't even talk about uk uh, and i know you've got a lot of more stuff that you're going to be doing over the next year so uh, oh 100 100 yes have you back on but but thank you so much where can everybody find you again on all your social medias instagram all the it's all going to be the same sean s-e-a-n underscore legacy one yeah do you have a beef with people that spell it the other way i don't have a beef uh but when when they say when they say oh you don't spell it like this and go no and they go oh you spelling it the wrong way that's when i have the beef that's when i have the beef that's when i was like okay cool <laughs> and they go they go oh that's scene that's scene legacy no i'm sean yeah. I'm still Sean. It's the most efficient <laughs> way to do it. You're, yes, but I'm saying. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, Sean underscore legacy one, all social mm-hmm. media, DM him for um 
Thank you so much, man. I hope you have a great night and and best of luck. Hopefully the next time uh, we're talking, you're uh, on TV. I appreciate it, Daniel. Thank you. Thank you. All right, man. Have a good night.